Though I include this episode in the audio feed, you might enjoy it more as a video available on storiesoficeland.com. Welcome. Iceland is in the North Atlantic. Its capital city is Reykjavik. I am Olegnisti Sóleason, and this is a special presidential election episode of Stories of Iceland. The election itself is not really interesting at all. We have two candidates. I will refer to them in the Icelandic manner, which is using the first name. Their names might seem quite similar to non-Icelanders, since they both start with the prefix Gvuð, which means God. I will try to help you understand by putting an unnatural and un-Icelandic emphasis on the latter parts of their names. The first is the likable incumbent, Guðni T.H. Johannesson, who was propelled into the spotlight as a beacon of decency when a scandal fell the Icelandic government. He has since worked hard to reach as many people as he can. He has been building bridges. Except to those who like pineapple on pizza. He did backpedal on that, but I for one supported him. I will say that I don't think people should be banned from putting pineapple on pizza, but please, just do it at home, and don't try to force it down the throats of us normal people. The other candidate is a fundamentally unlikable one. He is Gud Mundur, Franklin Jonsson. He is a former stock trader and current hotelier in Denmark. Guðmundur has tried to gain public office before. He formed a right-wing Green Party as an answer to the left-wing Green Party of Iceland. The main difference between these parties was that the right-wing Green Party wanted to destroy the environment. Uh, This party of his never gained any real support. If he were a villain in a movie, he would be called too one-dimensional. Being, besides being so uncharismatic, Guðmundur doesn't really understand the powers of the Icelandic president. He seems to think the office is like the American presidency. Well, it is not. The president of Iceland has two main functions. The first one is that after an election of the Althingi, the Icelandic parliament, he gives the power to form a government to one of the political party leaders. This doesn't really mean much, since no one can form a government without the support of the majority of the members of the Althingi. The other power of the president is a veto. When Althingi passes a law, the president has to sign it. If the president refuses to sign the law, it is given over to the public in a plebiscite. We can see a difference between the supporters of the candidates. I was invited to a Facebook group of the supporters of Guðni. I left because I couldn't really handle all of the positivity. 
they really love Guðni. The supporters of Guðmundur, on the other hand, really hate Guðni. They don't really seem to like their own candidates all that much. Guðmundur and his supporters think that Guðni is the puppet of an unknown group of elites that is trying to betray the Icelandic people. I think George Soros is involved somehow. This election is held in the shadow of COVID-19. It is on a Saturday, like all Icelandic elections, since we want voting to be as easy as possible for people. There has been more absentee voting than usual, and there are more places to vote. For me, this means instead of having to walk for about 10 or 15 minutes to vote, I only had to walk for 5 minutes. The voting is taking place in the schools my boys go to. It is really easy. The big problem is that the people who are who are quarantined have not been able to vote, unless they did so before they were sent to quarantine. Other countries holding elections during the pandemic might want to learn something from our mistakes. At the start, I mentioned that this election isn't interesting at all. About 90% want Guðni, and less than 10% want Guðmundur. So I can predict that Guðni will win, win quite easily. Iceland has usually quite a good voter turnout, though for a time after the crash of 2008, we had so many elections that we were getting quite fatigued. But what will do people do in an election that seems to have a foregone conclusion in the time of COVID-19? Many people were annoyed that Guðni wasn't running on a post. Since this is a foregone conclusion, but others who might have voted for another candidate in the last election are happy that they have the opportunity to vote for Guðni this time round. So the margin for Guðni's win will probably depend on the voter turnout. Uh, this is it for Stories of Iceland today. You can support me on Patreon. That is patreon.com slash stories of Iceland. There is extra material there. Thanks to all my supporters. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts.